What's up, everyone, and welcome to a baseball five at five here on the Slab Sox podcast. My name is Aaron, and I am taking over baseball this week with Nate being gone. This is his last uh, day being gone, actually, as he is returning uh, to Slab Sox uh, from his little leave for moving out west. So maybe you can go watch some Julio Rodriguez uh, games as he is going to be in Washington now. But I will be covering the MLB All-Star Game update because the All-Star Game is coming July 19th. And I want to update you all on the voting so far for the All-Star Game and talking about the, the top sale of each player, uh, their top sale, the card sale from the beginning of the season up until now. So first player we are looking at, this will be a pretty speedy episode here because we've got, I think, eight different positions to cover. No pitchers. Uh, they get selected by the uh, coach afterwards, I believe, not vote down. But we got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. here, 2016 Bowman Chrome. Red Refractor Auto Autified BGS 10 selling for $552,000. Uh, he's a top vote getter for first baseman between AL and NL. Uh, so he beat out Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, as of right now, this is not final voting. This is just the first update as of like a week ago. Uh, coming in for second base is Jose Altuve at number one for the Astros. He's got 710,000 votes. Um, I know everyone's got their opinions on Altuve or the Astros, but he is a top go- uh, vote getter so far as the Astros are having a really good season. And his uh, Bowman Chrome Gold Refractor out of 50 sold for $1,200, as did his 2021 Tops Tier 1 Bat Knob 1 of 1 Auto. Pretty cool-looking card there if it wasn't Jose Altuve, uh, but still those are his top sales at $1,200 each. Next up is third base, and we've got Manny Machado here for the Padres. So coming out of the NL, uh, Manny Machado's got 969,000 votes. His top sale was a 2010 Bowman Chrome Gold Refractor Auto out of 50 BGS 9.5 at $4,250 on May 5th. Next up at shortstop is Trey Turner of the Dodgers. So another NL player here out West. His red refractor auto out of five BGS 9.5. So for $7,600, that's $7,600. And he's got 811,000 votes so far. This number, yeah, $7,500 is a lot of money, but compare that to prospect red refractor autographs. It's pretty tiny when, you know, Christian Hernandez is PSA 10 red auto out of five sold for 56 K recently or something like that. This is a top vote getter in all of the MLB for shortstops selling for 7,250 gives you something to think about or 7,600. Sorry. Next up is the outfield. So I've got four outfielders here because all four of these outfielders had over 1 million votes, which is a ton, obviously, uh, so far. And Aaron judge was a top vote getter for all of uh, positions and hundred uh, sorry, not hundred. 1,512,000 votes, uh, and his top sale so far was this uh, Super Fractor Auto BGS 9.5 on May 19th for $324,000. Coming at number two was Mookie Betts with 1.4 million votes, and his top sale is $23,400 for an Orange Refractor Auto out of 25 BGS 9.5 from 2014 Bowman Chrome. Coming at number three was Ronald Acuna Jr. This is his 2017 Bowman Chrome Gold Auto out of 50 BGS 10. That's sold for $66,000 on May 19th, 2022. And he has got 1.4 million votes so far, but 40, you know, 40,000 less than uh, Mookie Betts there. And then coming in at number four for the outfield was Mike Trout, who's got 1.3 million votes so far. And his top sale of this year was a 2000 or of this season since April 6th was a Bowman Chrome Orange Refractor Auto at 25 BGS 9.5 um, from 2019 Bowman. So that's the outfield. So far, obviously, all these votes are, uh, you know, so far not, not finalized. But the top vote getter for catchers in all of the MLB so far has been Alejandro Kirk uh, for the Blue Jays. I actually didn't even know who this guy was until, like, I went and saw a Brewers game on my birthday. What was that, like a week and a half or two, nearly two weeks ago now? And uh, I saw he's in the lineup. Really had no idea who he was. 
But this is his 2019 Bowman Chrome PSA 10 Gold Shimmer Auto out of 50. Uh, that sold for $770 on June 23rd. So yeah, quite the big number and quite a lot of votes there with over a million. But yeah, he is the top vote getter in all of the MLB for catchers. And then the very last one here is going to be the top designated hit uh, hitter voting. And this is Bryce Harper with over 1 million. Now, Jordan Alvarez definitely should have the most votes probably based on how good he's been this year. But obviously, Bryce Harper's fan base is huge. He did break his thumb, though, and he's out for a bit of time. But his top sale of the year was a 2011 Bowman Chrome Orange Auto out of 25. BGS 9.5 for $45,600. So that's our update here on the MLB All-Star Game and the top selling cards of each player this season. I hope you all enjoy the MLB All-Star Game that's coming up, and I'll see you guys on another 5 at 5. What's going on, everybody? This week for basketball, we're going to be covering the much-anticipated release of Prison Basketball, 2021 Prison Basketball. It's finally supposed to be released this Friday, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the product and um, some implications that will come from the timing and some of the cards that will be released. A couple days ago, we released this a post onto the Slab Sox Instagram talking about how much you guys thought that um, – 2021 prism hobby should be sold for considering that 2020 prison hobby is around um $1,300 right now i took out a couple of the the comments that uh, stuck out to me trading cards immortal said way overpriced with the amount of quality control issues they have in these cards the price gouging has gone on for way too long uh the other two comments are very similar so a lot of people seem to um come to the same consensus that this product and other products are overpriced which has been uh, common consensus in the hobby for a while and quality control has definitely been an issue as of late i don't know if it'll be the same with this product but um the expectation is that there they, a lot of people will be let down by this this product so as of right now the pre-order prices on many of the sites that um i looked at is around fifteen hundred dollars all of them really had the same price well we'll know what price uh, panini is going to put it up for it'll probably be around that um closer to friday and here's the, the hobby box configuration. There's two autos, 22 prism parallels, and 10 inserts, 12 cards per pack and 12 packs per box. The prism parallels, there's probably going to be a decent amount, just like previous years. I feel like there's more parallels every year. And there, there's something to mention about the timing of this release. Um, obviously, it's far after the NBA season concluded. Uh, last year, I think it released... Uh, in the first four months of the year. So this is much later than that. Um, we've been able to see all the rookies play. We know which the top rookies are. So there's not that mystery around it when, when it was released before to, the, to see if anybody would, would do really well the first year after you pulled it. So that, that aspect of, the, of this product is now taken away. I still expect a large number of people to still buy this product. And it'll be interesting to see um, the contents and if people are able to get some of their money back. Now talking about, we're going to shift our focus to uh, last year's product and especially the release after the release, what the prices were like. So here we're going to focus on two uh, cards, both are 2020 Prism Silvers. And as you can see, there's a huge spike when the, the product released. So this Anthony Edwards Silver 2020 was at around $1,200 raw when it, when it first released. I mean, you can see right now it's probably, it's around $200. So any advice I can give you if you want to take anything from this segment is to maybe wait a little bit to, to buy some of these cards. There's always that hype and people want to buy it right away, but the odds are fairly likely that you will be overpaying for, for many of these cards. Um, a silver is a great example because there, there's quite a few of them. 
um, it's not really rare. So uh, I would not jump the gun and buy it right away. Another example from last year was the little null ball silver from 2020. This one was when it first released, there was a sale of $2,000. So it just goes straight down from there. This card is now um, worth around $116 initially, just like any other product. The, the, the card sales are super high, so I would not fall into that trap. If I had any advice, of course, you can do whatever you want with, with the, your own research and um, what you feel is best. But uh, me personally, I would not buy a, a silver or a, a card that's not very rare right away, considering uh, how high the prices will probably hit. And there's also a point to be made about last year's draft class might be a little bit stronger than this year's draft class. Here are two of the highest rookie sales from from the last release, LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edward Golds. The LaMelo Ball BDS95 Gold sold for $192,000 in April of this year, April 30th. And the Anthony Edwards uh, Gold BGS95 sold for $180,000. Yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. I'm um, excited to see the release of this product. Many people have been looking forward to it for a long time. Just uh, make sure you're careful about buying buying right away and uh, do your research. What is up, everybody? It's Zach from Matt Premier Soccer Investing bringing back the Slap Sox FC 5 at 5 take of the week. First thing I'm going to talk about is Richarlison moving to Spurs. I love this signing for Tottenham. He can play anywhere across the front line. He's put in pretty good numbers for what has been some pretty poor Everton sides, and he's been very effective with the Brazil national team as well. I think it's going to be a huge asset to Spurs moving forward. And as you can see, he's market and this isn't a great representation because kabooms are rare but we're looking at a 2019 panini prism kaboom psa 9 this card it, it hasn't really sold much there's only seven of these started out at 450 dollars went all the way down to 150 last december and then on the news of him moving to spurs has gone back up to 190 i think there's room to grow with both this card and richarlison's market because he's going to be playing in the champions league for spurs he's going to be playing big minutes in the Premier league for spurs and this is a team a Tottenham team with the transfer window we've had so far and the improvement that we should see under Conte that should be really challenging for some major trophies this season. And Richarlison will be a big part of that. And then as well, Brazil are arguably the favorites for the World Cup. And when Tite, the Brazilian manager, was asked about Richarlison recently, he said he sees him as the starting number nine in the World Cup for them. And if Brazil's going to go on a run, Richarlison will definitely be a part of that. And we would see his prices rise. Moving on to another Brazilian whose prices could be affected by the World Cup is Neymar. So Neymar's in an interesting spot this summer. There's been rumors and whispers of him wanting to leave PSG. Chelsea has been linked. Other clubs have been linked. But right now, it looks as if he will stay because of how big his wages are. They're basically cost prohibitive to any other team in the world. So if he stays at PSG, the needle mover for him there will be winning the Champions League. And we're looking at a 2014 Panini Prism World Cup PSA 10. This is a card that really peaked last summer at $300. Why did it peak around last summer? That was when Messi was announced, when PSG had all the hope that, oh, they were the favorites to win the Champions League. And Neymar saw a spike because of that. It has dipped a lot since. But again... World Cup coming up. Neymar is Brazilian's talisman, the captain, the face of the Brazilian national team. And they are going to be right there contending for the World Cup. And if they do so, Neymar will be there. And then also, this is interesting. This card has 
another value to it as well because it's the first prism soccer. Neymar's obviously one of the legends of the game. Should still continue to be remembered pretty fondly by a lot of people after his career is over due to his amazing exploits he's had on the field. And the PSG can make a run at the Champions League. They just brought a new manager in. They're gearing up for it. Mbappe's back. Who knows? A run could be on the card for them too. And watch out for Neymar's prices. And especially with, again, with Brazil in the World Cup, I really think it's going to come down to Brazil, Argentina, or France. But Brazil, just assuming they make a semifinal run, you expect Neymar to have a couple goals, a couple assists, a couple eye-catching moments. Prices are going to spike because of that. And then moving on to a player that has actually moved to Chelsea, Raheem Sterling. The move was just announced, 45 million euros, leaving City to go towards Chelsea. He's probably going to be starting for them now. And Sterling's Sterling's been a player that used to have a decent amount of value in his market, as we can see from his 2018 Panini World Cup Prism Silver PSA 10. This is a card that was $500 a year ago, right around when the Euros were going on for England. Sterling was obviously a huge part of that and continues to be one of Garrett Southgate's most trusted players. And obviously, Tyco wanted him at Chelsea, or he wouldn't have convinced the new owners to spend the kind of money they did on him. But Sterling's gone down a lot. He didn't have the best season coming off the Euros. He wasn't as important for City as he used to be, and that's the main reason why he's left. And this card is now dirt cheap. Also, the number of uh, these cards in the PSA pop has gone up too, so that explains some of the fall. But this was a card that used to be $500 and is now at 13 and it very well could get back up over $100, assuming he does well for Chelsea. And Chelsea is in contention for a Champions League and a Premier League this year, which they have the squad to do so. And then again, he's one of Southgate's favorite guys on England. England is a lot of is a team a lot of people expect to make a run. And if they do so, Sterling will be right there. This could be just an interesting value play. Scoop him up really cheap and then sell. Even if he doesn't rise too much, gets up to $50. If you're buying at $13, that's a good profit right there. What's going on, everybody? It's Slapsack Julian here with another F1 segment here at 505. Let's dive into it. So this upcoming weekend, we have the Austria Grand Prix. So it's going to be an interesting one. And here's the schedule for the weekend. So the race is July 10th from 8 a.m. Central Time to 10 a.m. Uh, we have a sprint on Saturday. So this is, the, I believe, the second sprint of the year from 9.30 to 10.30. And then qualifying is now on Friday because of the sprint on July 8th. And then there's those two practices. Now let's talk a little bit about the Grand Prix this past weekend in Silverstone. Uh, here's the top 10. Uh, on the podium was Carlos Sainz in first, Sergio Perez in second, and Lewis Hamilton in third. Um, it was nice to see Lewis Hamilton get back into the top three. He's been there a couple times this season, but at his home race, um, exciting for him. And then Sergio Perez has been doing very consistent this entire season so far, finishing second. And then Carlos Sainz came out with the win, um, getting his, I believe, his first F1 win uh, in his career. And he, I think he had the third longest streak without winning an F1 race. So happy for him. Uh, fourth, Charles Leclerc. Fifth, Fernando Alonso. Sixth, Lando Norris. Uh, Max Verstappen finished seventh. And then the two Haas guys, Mick got his first points, finishing eighth. Vettel finished ninth. And then Magnussen finished uh, tenth. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Ferrari uh, today. So, um, yeah, so Ferrari hasn't been doing so hot the past few races, even though Carlos Sainz won this race. In particular, um, I'm going to focus on Charles Leclerc. Uh, in the last five races, Mercedes has had 109 points and Ferrari has 108. So the, the script is kind of flipped considering how Ferrari started the season very strong and Charles Leclerc had kind of blown everybody out of the water. Leclerc finished fourth in the race this past weekend. 
but once again was kind of screwed over by Ferrari's strategy. He was in first place. The strategy didn't really work in his favor, even though Ferrari has defended uh, their actions and Bonotto has as well. As a fan, it, it's not great to see you got a feel for the guy considering he, he was in first place and he's been struggling a bit, but it's not really his fault. It's more so the team's fault in the car. Um, there was this photo taken after the, the race. There's actually a video taken after the race of Bonotto wagging his finger at Leclerc and kind of, I don't know, it kind of looked like he was a little mad, but it's it's hard to tell because it doesn't seem like it's Leclerc's fault. It's, it's, it is Ferrari's fault. But, um, yeah, that dynamic should be interesting and see how the chemistry and all that stuff, if, if this is impacted by it. But uh, hopefully Ferrari can turn it around a little bit. Uh, so the last time Charles Leclerc was on the podium was in the race, the Grand Prix in the United States, May 6th to the 8th, where he finished third. And then before that, the last race he won was in Australia, so towards the beginning of the season. So as you can see, it's been uh, five races in a row where he, he has not been able to get into the podium. Carlos Sainz has been driving pretty well. So it's a, the, the opposite of how the season started with Leclerc starting off really strong and Sainz struggling. That was kind of flipped. Sainz has been doing super well. The past four races, he's been on the podium uh, three times and then got his first win this, this past uh, weekend. So, yeah, a little bit of bad luck for Leclerc. Um, hopefully Ferrari irons this whole thing out and that he can uh, start getting back on the podium. Here's a graph of his uh, 2020 Tops Chrome Sapphire PSA 10 of the past three months. Uh, as you can see, it's just been downhill uh, since the beginning of the season. Uh, There's a lot of hype around him and his prices kind of went crazy and it was expected that they'd come down a bit but I don't think many people expected it to go down this much in the past three months. His, this car has dropped 60% or $589. My personal opinion, uh, of course, I wouldn't advise anybody to take what I what I have to say to your own research, but I think Charles Leclerc def, might be a good uh, driver to look into to buy if you're into F1. There's a lot of ton of opportunity to buy if you're interested in buying in the dip. So this is one card that I, I thought I'd emphasize, but there's a ton of other cards as well. And we're going to finish off with some other news from the Twitter of Formula Racers. So the South Africa and Shanghai are actually expected to feature on the 2023 calendar that was announced. Uh, Monaco has just extended their contract with F1, while Spa and Paul Ricard are at risk. And then as well, Red Bull and Porsche have reportedly reached a deal for 2026, and it could be announced uh, very soon. So, so that'll be interesting. What's up, everyone? We've got a 5 out of 5 Flip Quest episode here today, upcoming for the weekly auction number 25 on PWCC Marketplace. Today, we are looking at two Steph Curry cards. Of course, Steph Curry has won his fourth finals with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, pretty big deal for him, obviously. You get that, uh, that uh, championship MVP that he's been waiting for, the finals MVP. And we are looking at two cards here in the weekly auction ending this Sunday night. One is his 2009 Topps basketball rookie card. But this is an on-card auto, but not certified pack issued. This was signed in person. So if you look there, that was signed in person, then authenticated by PSA and given an 8 auto. Now, the other card we're looking at here, I'm going to have to zoom in a little bit more on. This is from 2018 Panini Opulence. And what this is, is this is a finals booklet game use logo patch right there, BGS9 on the booklet grade. Um, it was from game three of June on June 6, 2018 uh, from the playoffs against the Cavs in the finals. So I'm asking you, Papa Slab, which card would you rather win this upcoming Sunday if you had to buy one of these two? Let's see what they're selling for. It doesn't matter. That is a sick patch on that. That little, you called it a booklet? Yeah, so it's a booklet. So it's got the fold in the middle there. 
and it got graded, so it's flat and graded, but it's a booklet, so it would like open and close if it wasn't graded. I like it. That's mine. Yeah, I agree. So right now it's at $350 on the current bid. The Steph Curry on-card uh, rookie auto right there, but not pack issued, so a little bit different, obviously, is at $420. Um, I'm not really sure which, one's, which one will sell for more in the end, but for me, if I'm looking at this, I'm looking at the, the patch as well. Um, that's extremely unique. The fact that they can actually pinpoint and say this was used in uh, and the, you know, the photograph right there too, I'm sure matches the patch to the Jersey, uh, June yeah. 6, 2018 game three. Like that doesn't happen very often in today's market. No, that's cool. I'm sure that other one will sell well, but you know, it was an in-person auto. The thing's probably scribbled on the fly. It's not <laughs> my favorite card either. I mean, I, I get it. It's a rookie card, but I'd rather see an action shot, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people take problem with the kind of like Hanes t-shirt look right there. Yeah, um, it's just not the coolest. All right, now let me ask you this. This patch right here or this card right here, which I know this is much more expensive, obviously, but this is a silver bar inside of this evidence card. Uh, this one's also signed by Steph. This is from 2014. Hmm. That's a silver bar. Yeah, so this is taking out monetary value. It's a 0.99 uh, fine silver Troy Ounce type of deal. So I don't think it's worth ask, very much. Was he carrying it in his pocket during the game? I, I don't think so. <laughs> then I'll go with the patch. All right, the, you're taking the patch still, the one that was uh, worn in the game. And honestly, I think I might say the same. Like I think this thing should sell for a pretty pretty good amount considering uh, you know the significance of it. It's super cool. But uh, if you want to find different, you know, rare cards like these Currys or any other player that you might be searching for, um, of course, the PWCC Weekly Auctions always got rare stuff going down. And we welcome you to join us on another Flip Course episode this upcoming week uh, on Sunday at 9.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Every Sunday we're live bidding and selling uh, different cards and giving slabs away too. So we hope to see you there and we hope for another great auction. 